This episode is brought to you by Novilla Mattresses. I consider Grandpa Joe from Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory to be my arch nemesis. Even though I say this, I know we have one thing in common. That is, we both have a hard time getting out of bed in the morning. For Grandpa Joe, that's because he is a bad person. For me, it's because I sleep on a mattress made by Novilla, today's sponsor. Meet their Bliss Organic Memory Foam Mattress. Perfect for those who want a cool, dry, undisturbed sleep throughout the night made with organic bamboo charcoal fiber, excellent motion isolation, cooling gel-infused memory foam that fits all bed frames and is reasonably priced between $179 and $369. Perfect for if you want an inexpensive mattress for you, your children, or even for your guest room. Like I said, I personally sleep on a Novilla mattress, and it has done wonders for me. Throw out that cheap Walmart mattress you got in college and get yourself a mattress made by Novilla. Using promo code SHWEEZY or the link in our description, you can save 10% on any purchase through Novilla directly. Become just like Grandpa Joe on a Novilla mattress today. Again, that's 10% off using promo code SHWEEZY. A reminder, when you use our links, you directly support this show. Hello, and what is going on, my fellow Shwoke Lords? What is up? Welcome to another episode of Cancel Shweezy. Cancel Shweezy, the, the Lord's trademark favorite podcast. For those of you who don't know, and uh, uh, our 78th episode, and this is literally the best episode of Cancel Shweezy that we have already made. Uh, hold on, let me turn my headphones down. Jesus, that was loud. Um, yeah, and so this is our best episode we've ever made. So if you're here, welcome. <clears throat> to the show today. That's the first burp of the episode, and uh, plenty more where that came from, folks. So uh, don't touch that dial and don't be stingy because uh, things things are gonna roll. So welcome to the show today. Uh, Cancel Sweezy. Uh, some of you may know is the only podcast uh, toasting to all the troops, both sides. Uh, it's Memorial Day today. I'm recording this. It'll come out on the Wednesday after. So happy, happy everyone had a good uh, Memorial Day uh, weekend day. Uh, totally forgot about it. Seems like every day just, you know, when you're an adult, every day just kind of like uh, morphs together and stuff like that. And uh, yeah, that's why um, that's why we, we toast the troops, both sides. Uh, welcome to the show today. Like I've already said, I'm Shweezy. AKA the foreplay king. Uh, and I'm here to bring you the news, give you advice, talk about uh, things that have been going on throughout the week in my life. What has been going on in my life? That's another good question. So uh, let's let's get into it. Uh, we, we have a big show. We have we, one of the biggest shows I've ever made today. Um, so if you, if you aren't already, go follow me over on social media. That's at... Uh, the Shweezy, that's TikTok, that's Instagram. Those are the two I post a lot on. Twitter I occasionally post on, uh, and Facebook I post frequently on as well. So go follow me on all those social media sites, along with my music, which is under Shweezy. Go check that out. Ride or Die uh, Volume 2 is almost a year old. Ride or Die Volume 1 is a year old. Um, is a year old. And I got other music, too. Um, continuing 
to make music and get music out there for you. Uh, we we will we will rock you as uh, a band with a very gay lead singer once said. I don't know was he was he fully gay or was he like bisexual? Uh, but he fucked around with a lot of guys, obviously. So uh, sexuality is a spectrum. Uh, he's dead now. I I can't uh, I can't seem to be the one to uh, figure out the the uh, the sexuality of a dead man. Um, you can also go check me out over on Twitch, twitch.tv slash Every Thursday, I always stream, and then sometimes some other days of the week as well. I like to stream uh, mainly what I like to play. I play a lot of Fortnite, play some Pokemon. I gotta figure out, I'm figuring out something new I gotta play. So hopefully, I figure out what else I'm gonna play uh, by uh, when Thursday comes around. It's still Monday. <laughs> while recording this, and so, uh, yeah, I gotta figure that out, but go follow me, uh, over there, following someone's free, however, if you do have an Amazon Prime account, you can, uh, connect that with your Twitch Prime account, uh, once you, what you can go ahead and do with that is, uh, you can get one for you to subscribe, typically, you'd pay $5 to subscribe to someone, if you have a Twitch Prime account, which is connected through your Amazon Prime account, then you get, uh, one free, $5 offer, the great way to help support uh, any streamers over on Twitch, so why not help out Daddy over here? Uh, you can also go ahead and uh, check it out on Patreon as well. Uh, Patreon is the number one wonderful way to say thank you for being a friend uh, to financially support me and everything that I do, especially with this show. Uh, podcasts aren't built in a day, and uh, this one is specifically... Uh, to make sure that it doesn't as well. So go to that. But remember all the free shit you can do. Uh, if you're on YouTube, checking out the show right now, seeing me on this beautiful brick wall that is 100% real, 100% brick, uh, you can go ahead and uh, hit the like on the episode or any of the highlights. Make sure that you are subscribed to the show as well. Leave us a comment on all your thoughts, especially on our highlights. And when you see a highlight you know a friend will like, make sure you share it with them. That's, that's, all the, that's free shit you can do even if you're just listening to the podcast on the audio only uh if there's a part of the show that i go over that you want to share with a friend uh sharing one of the highlights on youtube is a thousand times easier than uh sending a link to like this hour and a half podcast telling someone to start at so and so second it's just so much easier it, it'll make your life a thousand times better i'm telling you telling you that and it's a thousand times easier to do that as well uh, obviously if you're on the audio only platforms what you can go ahead and do leave us a review uh make sure that uh uh when you leave a review even if it's good or bad is a great way to help us infiltrate an algorithm which is always what we're trying to do here on the show we're always trying to infiltrate algorithms uh leave us a five four three two one star review and always make sure uh that you are subscribed that way uh your podcast feed is updated even though it's no longer on an ipod it is updated with all of our new episodes as well my hair has been going crazy today and i absolutely despise it and it only does it on days i have to be on camera the only, the only time my hair looks bad is when i'm on camera that's the only time it happens uh, but anyways though i think that's everything i'll have to say on that um uh, let's go ahead and let's jump into previous week right now previous week right now is the news now i know there's plenty of news out there that everyone in our world has been uh, probably seen uh, and probably heard as well. Uh, none of it's that uh, 
It's not that. It's not that different between. You're not that different, you and I, Spider Man. Um, but anyway, so uh, but I make sure I go through the news. I find everything that I think is interesting. Uh, what the, the news that really has mattered uh, throughout this entire week. And uh, I bet you're also wondering why do you call it previous week right now? Well, it's because we 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 will be going over the previous week right now. Uh, so let's just jump right into it. Uh, this is from Insider. Um, an insider definitely had to discover this. Courtney Kardashian says a doctor told her to drink Travis Barker's semen four times a week to help with her thyroid levels. Uh, f- folks, if you're new to the show today, this the, this is the show, okay? Um, you, you, you now know what the show is about. Um... While speaking about her fertility journeys on Thursday's episode of The Kardashians, Kourtney Kardashian said a doctor told her to drink now-husband Travis Barker semen four times a week to increase their chances of conception. Flawed advice that has no basis in medicine. Kardashian said the doctor, who she did not identify, claimed doing so would improve her thyroid levels. I can't remember what he said if it was high, low, or high. The Poosh founder admitted, well, he told me that thing, that the thing that would help it was drinking his cum like four times a week, she added, pointing to Barker. Love the doctor. Love this doctor, Barker said. Uh, the couple didn't confirm if they tried following the doctor's advice, but they described their experience with him in the past tense as they discussed new approaches from Martha Sofer and a your Vedic medicine practitioner. Drinking semen is not part of a fertility plan that would be recommended by the Avuric medicine practitioner. While Kardashian is a big promoter of a Ayurveda for wellness, the practice is not a typical detox that people can pick and choose from to boost their health. It is a long-term approach to balance in all aspects of life. Uh, the couple who got legally married earlier this month are chronicling their fertility journey on season one of the new Hulu show. In today's episode called Where I've Been and Where I Want to Go, Kardashian detailed their pre-cleanse. We've had no caffeine, no alcohol, no sex, no working out, no sugar. We feel amazing. I, don't, I would not feel amazing after no sex. I'm saying... All the everything else, everything else you got. Uh, cameras, cameras followed Barker and Kardashian to Sovereign Spa, where they each received personalized treatments for seven consecutive days. Kardashian explained, Kardashian took a ginger foot bath to bring warmth to the womb to help prepare for the baby. Sofer said, we also saw Barker receive a personalized massage and struggle to meditate. Uh, Kardashian opened up to Entertainment Weekly about her journey with IVF in April 2022. It's a beautiful thing that we'd love to happen, have happened, but the journey is a bit hard for any woman who went on it. She said, okay, um, so a lot of things. Uh, Travis Burger, yeah, I like this doctor. No shit. Well, um, clearly, because, like, you hear about that, and you're like, you see, like, these crazy fucking women on uh, YouTube. Um, at least the ones I see is like, you have to drink semen. It's full of proteins that your body needs. So hopefully you have a donor who can donate it for you, and you can drink it, and you can receive the proteins. Um... Sounds like Kardashian's doing it the cool way. Um, uh, minus the no sex part. What was this no sex thing? Uh, I think if you want to have a baby, I think the I think the sex thing. Uh, I, I don't. Yeah, I don't know. See, there's the fertility thing, which I'm going to be honest with you, Courtney Kardashian. Um, uh, for that to work, it has to go into the other the other end. Um, not the mouth 
one of the two holes in the bottom. Um, just just uh, just uh, some amateur's advice here there to uh, help you out with that that situation for uh, thyroid help for thyroid levels. Uh, well, hmm. see, I I don't I don't think any of this works. Um, I don't know what to say here, folks. You know, and I now I'm just you know sometimes you just get you just, you just can't figure out what to say on these on these shows. These shows sometimes you just you just talk and talk and talk, and then you're you're just speechless. Like I don't know what to think here. Like we all know the obvious. We all know that's bull. It's bullshit. Like, we all know there's no, like, legitimate health benefits uh, to it. I'm not saying it's bad. Ladies, keep doing it if you if you want to, but I don't know if it's going to help your health. Maybe, maybe I'm, maybe, maybe I'm sorry for all the men out there who I, I just ruined their lives with their ladies or with them. If not, just tell, tell, tell your lady to skip uh, the news this week on uh, Cancel Shweezy. Listen to the rest of the episode, but just, just skip the news. Because, um, yeah, I... Like I fucking fucking know, like you know, you hear something so stupid, and then you keep thinking about it in your head, and then all of a sudden you're like, you know, that's starting to make a lot of sense, you know. So you know, I never, I never, you know, well, maybe maybe it does help with thyroid levels. No, it doesn't. Okay, I I thought about it myself for two seconds. I was talking myself into it. Like, well, maybe it works. No, no, it doesn't. It's like when you fucking talk about fucking the earth being flat and there's the Antarctica is just a giant ice wall. It's like, it's not, it's not a giant, there's no giant ice wall hiding like this sophisticated society. Uh, if not, they would have grabbed me, uh, or some shit or whatever. I don't know. Someone would have found it by now. Like someone would have found it. Someone would have found the secret society, uh, behind the ice wall. Some shit. Elon Musk would have figured that out. He launched a car into space. He's like, just to prove the Earth is round. And they're like, he's like, well, here's a video of the ice wall. I'm like, I don't know where this is from. Uh, I don't know the sources behind. Anyway, I've been talking about this fucking too long. We're moving on. (laughs) This is from Tech Story. Lonely Ape, the NFT dating service, canceled due to a lack of women. Assume you've made it into crypto. Whenever that implies, you tweet GM to your numerous NFT followers on Twitter every morning uh, where your profile picture is a $200,000 chimp in a cowboy hat. Because you can, you quit pursuing legal action against someone who snapped a screenshot of your chimp while preparing coffee. Then you settle down for a long day of gazing at diagrams and praying that the trillion-dollar crypto crisis doesn't take too much of a toll on your wallet. You get the impression that something is missing as the day passes. What's going on? You have a pregnant lady from Damien Hirst's certified lover boy cover, a piece of metaverse territory, and the Craftsmanship Foundation's rage. You know you don't have enough affection. This is just imaginary. I'm sure many cryptocurrency investors and NFT collectors have fulfilling lives or lovely families. Someone set up a dating service for the many lonely lonely souls in NFT. In February, Lonely Ape Dating Club pledged to bring together similar Deggins. Okay. Uh, Sign me up. You may think as a crypto dude who only experience with ladies has been 
world of women NFTs. Do you know how sometimes a crypto punk is required? Uh, your profile picture, a board, a yacht club em emblems, uh, serves as your entry ticket to the elite club. Unfortunately, the lonely ape dating club was shut down only a few months after it started. Is the token redeemable? It's, isn't that correct? Due to unexpected circumstances, the project has been postponed and definitely the website adds in a May 14 tweet, Y4K, a ragtag group of programmers and NFT gatherers, recounts the situation. We've chosen to postpone the BAYC dating application due to a lopsided ratio of males to women on our shortlist. The aggregate says many, many brothers. We appreciate your help. Uh, ha ha on a, ha, it says ha ha, no, I'm not just doing that. On a dating app that requires a board ape payment, guys, dwarf women, 10,000 board apes are insufficient to populate a dating app or crypto savvy individuals. Despite the efforts of Grimes, Pussy Riot, and Yam Kakai, uh, the world of women artists, uh, the crypto sector remains mostly male. Just 16% of the NFT transactions were completed by women last year. Many women who own crypto spaces endure harassment and hatred, even with the bored ape. They can, couldn't find love here. Uh, we don't know whether this was a hoax, a Twizzard had at his game, a Ela Elon Musk, or if Y4K was savaging from the start, because there are so many despondent ape gatherers, I assume it was fraud. Okay. It is funny. Like, you think about it, it's like, we couldn't create the, uh, the NFT dating site because not enough women. We were like, it was just all men. There was no women. Uh, it was all men on this fucking site. And so it's like, I mean, that's the thing. With the dating site, you have to have men and women uh, to make it a successful thing. And uh, one thing that I've learned from being on these dating apps is that uh, both parties have to participate. If only one party is participating in it, uh, it's not going to work. That's just a fact. And so, as we as we move on, um, the thing I've I'm not really thought too much. I think crypto could have some uh, some money worth it someday. I haven't invested any. I know a lot of people I know who do. Um, but uh, with the NFT thing, because it's like the idea is like, well, there's the original Mona Lisa, but if you take a screenshot of, it, you only have a screenshot. You don't own the actual Mona Lisa. And to that, I say it, it's a lot like. Because I'm a musician, so I obviously know how music sales kind of work. Where it's like, uh, do you, if you buy an MP3, do you really own the music? Still, technically, no. Uh, but like when you buy a vinyl record or a CD or a cassette of the music, um, you don't necessarily own the rights of the music, but you you actually own a physical, tangible thing. And, and that's the thing I think we all forget about is that uh, everything has to reduce to a real tangible object uh, for it to be real. Um, I'm not saying anything bad about people who want to make digital sales on music, but at the same time, and streaming and stuff like that, I'm just saying that at the end of the day, if you to, for it to be like yours, there's kind of has to be a physical thing. It can't be, I don't know, digital art and stuff like that. I mean, I, if, if hopefully you get what I'm trying to say here. Uh, I'm not trying to like discourage anyone who, or offend anyone, but like, that's kind of how it is, and so, I don't know. Uh, and NFT kind of seems like those uh, asshole business majors you went to college with, and you're like, Jesus Christ, I don't want to hang out. This guy's going to probably go on some fucking spiel right now. I'm like, yeah, man, I'm a, I'm a I do music. It's cool, cool story. Uh, there's a lot of cool stories with you, buddy. 
Like, yeah, you, we all know those assholes. Uh, anyways, though, don't buy NFTs, folks. I thought I'm going to FTs or whatever. Airbud meant an NFT, and I'm really upset about that. And don't not give me start on the Airbud NFT. Uh, okay. From American songwriter Mick Jagger on Harry Styles, he's a superficial resemblance to my younger self. Mick Jagger is throwing shade at one of the most famous musicians on the planet. Yes, Jagger has no time for Harry Styles, an artist who Jagger says offers a superficial resemblance to my younger self and who doesn't have a voice like mine or move on stage like me. Jagger, the frontman for the legendary group The Rolling Stones, offered these comments in a recent interview with the London Times ahead of the rock band's upcoming 60th anniversary tour. Uh, before he ripped on Styles, Jagger prefaced his comments by saying that he likes Styles and that the two artists have an easy relationship, but the positive comments included there as the Paint It Black singer proceeded to disparage Styles, who is often compared to the Stones frontman. Uh, said Jagger in the interview, I mean, I used to wear a lot more eye makeup than him. Uh, come on, I'm, I was much more androgynous, and he doesn't have a voice like mine or move on stage like me. He just has a superficial resemblance to my younger self, which is fine. He can't help that. Styles has often called Jagger one of his biggest inspirations, including fashion-wise. Styles has impersonated Jagger when he hosted the variety television show Saturday Night Live back in 2017. The timing of Jagger's comments perhaps couldn't come at a worse time for Styles, given that the pop artist celebrating the launch of his latest successful album, Harry's House, and has, as he prepares to launch a, his big headline tour later this year. But perhaps all press is good press, or maybe Styles shouldn't fret too much. After all, Jagger did originally say that Machine Gun Kelly and Young are the future rock and roll music. Yowzers. Check out a video of Styles personate Jagger below. Perhaps that was... Okay, we don't... No, this is... You know, I'm not getting fucking copyright claimed by SNL. Um, no, I, I mean, like, it's 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 weird as... As, like, music progresses. And it's weird, because I... I see why people compare him to Jagger after... Especially after that SNL skit. I've seen it before. Um, but I don't... There's such a difference. First of all... Uh, Mick Jagger, you're the weirdest motherfucker that has ever, one of the weirdest motherfuckers that, is, that have ever existed. Uh, John Mulaney said it best when he's like, he's been famous for so long. And like, it's just stuff like that. It shouldn't exist. Like, you know, like he, he you're not supposed to be that famous. You're not supposed to go, uh, human beings aren't necessarily designed to be like adored and worshiped like Mick Jagger is, uh, Every middle-aged person. Are women still into Mick Jagger? He's married to someone who's like a couple years older than me, which is just weird. Because we, we all know, like, and you know, I mean, like, first of all, you're like good on him for getting a young chick, but then also like that chick, you think like, you're not into him. That's the thing, though. Uh, you're, he, he's probably really into you, but you're not into him. And so, yeah, I don't know, it's just weird, like... I don't know, like, you know, I like, I like older, like, women older than me, but it's, like, 10 to 15 years older than me. I'm not, like, I don't see a 70-year-old woman and think, wow, I want to hit that. And, and I know women like older guys, too, but, like, you like, you like them because of the money, not because of the looks. Um, anyways, not dissing on him. Um, yeah, but, like, it's weird how he's, like, kind of... Maybe, I guess he doesn't hate, I guess he's talking about he doesn't hate Harry or anything like that, but he's like, he's not like me. I am so much different. Uh, I, I, he's not like me. I'm so much different. Uh, 
just just a just a very very weird just a very weird guy. Um like he's tired of being uh Harry Styles getting compared to him. It's like Harry, I mean like Harry Styles probably likes him, but I, I don't see them saying like, walk me up, <laughs> walk me up and shit like that. Like he's like Harry's just like I'm way he's <laughs> fucking uh Mick Jagger's like I'm way more androgynous than he is. <laughs> I'm like, okay, <laughs> okay, buddy. I don't know if being androgynous was a was a contest. Uh, apparently Apparently he, he, you win there, bud. I'm guessing you, you're going to win, uh, there, but, uh, um, you know, it's, it's one thing. So do you see how like there is a resemblance between Mick Jagger and Harry Styles? Yes, definitely. That's what I will say. Definitely. Uh, however though, um, they are completely different in a million other ways. Uh, it's like, it's like saying Olivia Rodrigo is the new Taylor Swift. It's like, no, they're all individual artists. Uh, n- people who are just copies of another person don't make it as big as either of those two. Uh, that is just a fact. That's how the music industry works, and those are just uh, that. That's a little insider training, trading, or whatever. Um, so, yeah, a little, little li- live, laugh, love facts for you. Our final article of the week comes to us from Newsweek on a positive note. We always like to end the end of previous week right now on some positivity. Woman tries first proper meal after 23 years of only eating potato chips. A woman who lived on a diet of cheese and onion-flavored potato chips uh, sandwiches for 23 years has finally eaten a proper meal after being hypnotized. Zoe Sadler, 25, of Coventry, England, has munched on Walker's potato chips and buttered white bread since she was a toddler. She scoffed two packs of her favorite potato chips every day for more than two decades after other foods left her feeling physically sick. My mom and dad say I try other foods as a toddler, but I always turn my nose up or refuse to put them in my mouth, she said. Apparently, the only thing my mom could get me down down me were potato chips, which I used to suck until they were soft. I remember being at school when I was little and having potato chip sandwiches in my lunchbox. They were the only thing I liked to eat. I usually had a bowl of dry cereal for breakfast and then a potato chip sandwich for lunch and another one for dinner. Sometimes I'd try other flavored chips because the texture wouldn't bother me. Christmas was always hard for me because I never want very much to eat. I'd be able to have a Yorkshire pudding, but never with gravy. Uh, Zoe Sadler only ate potato chips. Uh, Zoe Sadler, 25, of Country, England. Wait, is that, why is it? Feeling physically sick after developing here we go, after developing multiple sclerosis three years ago, Zadler decided to improve her health and turn to hypnotherapy David Killamurray for help. After ongoing two two-hour hypnotherapy sessions, uh, Sadler has been able to enjoy her first taste of fruits and vegetables alongside other food. She said, I was diagnosed with MS and I just thought I need to get healthier and feel better. I looked around on the internet and read some articles where David has helped other fussy eaters, so I contact him. He, we had two two-hour sessions, which felt like they lasted five minutes each. And after the second one, I was able to try loads of different foods. I can't believe how nice strawberries are, and I even tried a Wagamama chili squid, which was really spicy. I'm looking forward to saying trying curry and lots of other different foods. Warehouse 
Operative Sadler, who weighs 126 pounds and fits into size 8 dresses, lives with fiancé Jason Fox, uh, 28. A carpenter, Sadler, was also motivated to overcome her obsession with potato chip sandwiches in time to enjoy a hearty meal at her wedding next March. Zoe Sadler, uh, why does it repeat that all the time? Uh, added, I really don't want to be eating potato chip sandwiches on my wedding day. Now I'm looking forward to planning our wedding day menu with Jason. Um, so, yeah. Anyways, though, what a positive story. Uh, someone... So, is is it... Is it potato chip sandwich? Are they talking... Because it's the UK. So, is it... Is it French fries? Because they're like fish and chips and chips are just fries. Why... Why do you get things wrong? Why do you call biscuits cook? Why do you call cookies biscuits? What, what's going on in the UK that they don't know what food is? Cookies are not biscuits. Fries, fries are not chips. What do you call? Oh yeah, you call them. They call them crisps. So they must be. Are they actually talking about potato chips? Take a look here. Uh, let's pull up Google. Um, Zoe Sadler. Potato chips. Are they, let's see if we got an image. Do we got an image of her? Okay. Seeing a bag of what looks like Lay's. Okay, he's confirmed. Actual chips. It's Newsweek. Thank you, Newsweek, for putting the real term that are potato chips and not the god-awful UK term. Remember when we whipped their ass? Uh, they took that L, 1776. Uh, they took the L, and uh, we won. Happy Memorial Day, everyone. Uh, happy Memorial Day to you. Happy Memorial Day to you. You all know that I'm built different, but I bet you are coming to me to learn how to be built different as well. The only way to be built different is to get yourself some supplements from today's sponsor, FNX Fitness. FNX Fitness is committed to creating innovative supplements of the highest quality that provide focus for a productive morning, energy to thrive all day, performance supplements to reach new goals, unique sleep and recovery formulas to support any sport, and healthy supplements to support an active lifestyle for years to come. I also really enjoy their clothing line that makes you look good while working out as well. Another thing I love about FNX Fitness is that with every purchase, they donate a gallon of water to a child in need. Start working out smarter, not harder. By using the link in our description today, you can save 15% on your purchase. So go save 15% on some of the best supplements out there when using the link in our description. And remember, when you use our links, you directly support this show. When an enemy shoots at you, you pull out your Captain America shield. When Doc Ock attacks you on a bridge, you control the nanobots from your iron spider suit to control his arms. So why are you allowing all these websites to store your credit card information? The solution to that is today's sponsor, Privacy. Privacy is the first payment product that keeps your personal information private while being even more convenient than using a physical payment card online. Privacy empowers you to protect your physical card information. 
each merchant you share your card information with puts you more at risk to hackers or data breaches. Why not use a privacy card instead? By creating a virtual card with privacy for each merchant you shop with, your physical card is safe and secure. Privacy cards can be paused or closed at any time, preventing any future transactions from being authorized. Privacy cards can also be single-use, meaning they close after just one authorized transaction. One of my favorite ways to use privacy is for any service with a free trial that requires a credit card to sign up. But wait, there's more. By using our link in the description, you can get $5 to spend anywhere. That's money that you get to use. So start paying the smart way with privacy. And remember, when you use our links, you directly support this show. Okay, so I've been watching movies again, doing doing what we all do, doing productive shit, uh, watching uh, a lot of movies. So, uh, which is really funny because uh, when it's like, I should be doing something productive today, I'm practicing guitar, writing songs, and then I'm like, well, if I watch TV, I can talk about it on this show, and advertisers will pay me to talk about it. So, let's just, yeah, let's get into it. So I saw Top Gun, Top Gun Maverick, um, and I don't plan on spoiling the movie for anyone. Uh, that's not the type, that's not the guy I am, that's not the guy who I have decided I needed to be. Uh, but um, one thing with that, so I don't want to spoil the movie for it, but uh, I, I want to talk about it. So uh, getting into that here. So no spoilers. Um, I really actually wasn't that big of a fan of the original Top Gun movie. Um, I'm just being honest uh, with the world here. Um, I thought, okay, it was like, I really thought, I thought the plane scenes were cool, but, you know, we've, We've come a long way in regards to, like, how we film, like, airplane scenes like that, you know? Uh, and, you know, so, like, just looking at it back then, I really didn't understand, like, the mission, like, they were going on in the original. To be honest, I got all the drama that was going on in the school and stuff like that, uh, but I have, like, no clue what the, you know, the actual mission was, you know? Uh, acting was, story, like I said, the story was pretty fucking cheesy, and, uh, you know, it, it's just, you know, it, it's a movie of its time. 1986 is when that original movie, uh, came out, uh, and, uh, the age, it shows its age. That's something very, very obviously. It's like a 36 year old movie it came out in 86. It should be 36. Uh, yeah. 36 year old movie. And, uh, it looks like an eighties movie. You know, it, it's an A movie, like just, and that's the thing, at more action movies from the time, they, you know, they don't hold up as well. That's just how it is. That's life. That's life as we know it. But, hey, look, Top Gun was a, but, and a lot of people were like, I grew up on Top Gun. And, you know, I didn't grow up on Top Gun. I kind of grew up on uh, cartoons, uh, like a normal human being. And, uh, and that includes South Park as well. Grew up on South Park because I'm that kid. I'm a 90s kid. Uh, and we don't forget anything. Literally, we uh, do not have the ability to forget anything. Um, but like, so yeah. So I saw you know the original Top Gun. Uh, didn't didn't really enjoy that much. Maybe just I think it's just in the age didn't age as well as I would have liked. Now Top Gun Maverick. Holy shit! That movie was amazing. Uh, it was. It, it's currently. Uh, 8.7 out of 10 on IMDb, 97% on Rotten Tomatoes. Like, 
And, you know, sometimes like, you like something and you're kind of nervous about it because, like, and, and you shouldn't you shouldn't think this way, folks. I'm telling you right now, you shouldn't think this way. But I was, like, worried. Like, maybe other people think this movie kind of is terrible because I liked Amazing Spider-Man 2 when it was in theaters. Uh, I, I wish it would have been part of, like, the uh, Spider-Man would have been in the MCU earlier, though. So um, I'm glad other people didn't like it. But still, though... Um, yeah, like and like stuff like that. So I look at it, I'm like, okay, everyone likes this. I feel good that I've and I can agree with other people that we all enjoy this movie. And it was it was really good. Um so the things I love about this movie, I wrote a lot of them down, so I can read them all off for you. Um in regards to uh, kind of what's going on in this movie. Um so the death of Goose in the first one, I'm gonna spoil the first Top Gun. I'm sorry if you haven't seen a 36-year-old movie. Uh, m- m- my bad. Uh, I guess it's my bad. Uh, and so, uh, so tough luck. You snooze, you lose. Uh, but so yeah, Go- Goose dies in the first film. There was during a test. Uh, there's something wrong with this. Uh, it's not a ship. You don't call him a ship, right? Uh, like the the plane they're on, and like he couldn't eject out of like he. Took him, I guess, a minute or something, whatever. He died. Goose died in the original film. That was a, that was a Maverick's co-pilot, and so it's, that was kind of a big point of the movie. So uh, then we get revealed, and this was revealed in the trailer. So this isn't spoiling anything. But Rooster uh, is Goose's son. He was like a small child in the original Top Gun, and now in this new one, he is like a good pilot himself. So uh, they they set up a mission. Uh, so yeah, it's very big, and apparently uh, there's some drama between uh, Rooster and Maverick. Uh, big, big, big uh, drama between the two. Um, but another th- cool thing is uh, the mission of this film. Now, I don't want to get into any spoilers. Like I said, I want everyone to see this movie with open arms, with arms wide open. But the mission was a lot more straightforward. Like you knew you you had an idea of what this mission was, uh, throughout the entire movie. And it's really cool because it's like, I don't know a lot about airplanes, but they explained it well enough in the movie to know that there's a good chance, uh, people wouldn't survive. And so Maverick's entire goal with teaching this group was that everyone would come out alive. And so, uh, like they do all these practice runs. You're like, what'd you learn? How'd you die? How'd you die? What made you die? You know, stuff like that. Cause you want to make sure everyone came back out alive and got to see their families, yada, yada, yada. So that was like a really cool aspect of the movie as well, um, and stuff like that. Um, this, this may be something just seeing it on in like in a movie theater on a big screen, uh, but the plane scenes were fucking badass. Badass as fuck. Uh, something, like I said, I already mentioned before, the in the original uh, movie, uh, the airplane scenes were just kind of a little boring, and stuff like that, but these plane scenes were fucking incredible. Uh, like, and you're like on the edge of your seat, just like waiting, seeing what happens and stuff like that. And uh, like, you're just hoping everything comes out alive. And then like, like serious stuff happens. You're like, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. And then like it happens, and you're like, oh, super badass. Uh, well shot, well directed, especially compared to the one from the eighties. Uh, so overall, what I will say though, uh, Top Gun Maverick, amazing movie. Like I, I came out of the movie because like I went in there thinking I'm like, I'm probably not going to like this that much, 
But I left the theater just like amazed. I'm like, holy shit, that movie was amazing. Uh, I did not expect for, for me to end up enjoying that movie that much. And I did. So I want to encourage all of you today, uh, if you get the time, especially something you want to try and see in theaters too, I think uh, a good theater with a good surround sound really can make the difference in like how good uh, the experience of this movie is. Like I don't know if it'll be the same me watching at home versus compared to how I watch in the theater, but um, overall, uh, 8.7 out of 10. I agree with IMDb. 8.7 out of 10. Great, great, phenomenal movie. Uh, now I try and fix my hair. Okay, oh, okay, the next movie I watched, uh, Chippendale's Rescue Ranger. This is on, uh, on the old D+. Plus. Uh, Chippendale's Rescue Rangers. I've been seeing it all over TikTok. That is like, okay, look at all these cameos in this movie. Uh, it's so much fun. Chippendale Rescue Rangers, uh, the new movie on Netflix. It's it's pretty awesome. Plus, John Mulaney, he voices Chip, and I know a lot of people don't like. Do people not like John Mulaney anymore? I still like him. He's I still think he's hilarious, and uh, I don't think his personal life he did that bad in his personal life. Uh, he has a wonderful baby. Olivia Munn, um, but, and uh, I think he's hilarious, so obviously I had to full throttle see that movie. Um, uh, synopsis of the film, I don't want to spoil it too much, but if you're on TikTok, it's already been spoiled for you. Um, so, uh, god damn, I hate my hair today. Uh, uh, synopsis of the film, it, it's basically, it's in this world where, like, cartoons and humans live, like, simultaneously. And uh, with that being said, so Chip and Dale were, like, kids in school and then became friends and eventually got pitched their own TV show, which is which which is the Chip and Dale Rescue Rangers, you know, from uh, late 80s, early 90s, That car- the cartoon. Like, that was their show and stuff like that. So it was, like, really cool. Uh, they were famous for that. Uh, but Dale wanted to make like a solo show show called like Double O Dale, which was like this bad James Bond ripoff show, and and ended up can ended up canceling Rescue Rangers, and Double O Dale never really got off off the back. So then time jump happens, we're in modern day. Chip now sells insurance. Uh, what was it? And then was <laughs> fucking uh, Dale works at Chip and Dale's. Uh, stuff like that and he also uh he also goes to like conventions and stuff like that which is really funny uh but then they find out their old friend monterey jack from the original show uh has a cheese addiction and he had to borrow a lot of money from sweet pete and uh then he gets kidnapped and they try to do this process called bootlegging where they like take these cartoon characters like uh change their appearance and they make those really awful bootleg movies you see in like like China and other like third world countries that just like really cheap rip off movies. And that's what they, that's what they call bootlegging. It's really, it's a really very aware open process, uh, to the movie. Um, Oh, another weird thing. was like, so chip was in 2d animation and then Dale was in 3d animation and how they explain it in the movie, which is a very clever idea was that like he got this 3d animation surgery just to be more modern and hip. Uh, I mean, I thought the 3D looked really good, but the 2D animation, like, sometimes it was something weird with, like, the frame rate or something like that. It just made it look uh, kind of weird. Uh, uh, maybe, maybe it was in a higher frame. I don't know how to explain it, but it looked, 
kind of weird at times. Maybe it was just like live action CG and like cart uh, hand drawn animation. Maybe that's what made it so weird. Um, they also did. So the villain of the story is uh, Sweet Pete, aka, and it turns out to be an old man, Peter Pan. Uh, that's not hard. That's gonna be hard. I'm sorry if that this is a spoiler for you, but like the way they kind of portrayed him and that they they kind of did him dirty. I mean, Disney originally did him dirty or something like that. So like, I guess originally uh, with the guy who played he had, see, this is a story I know, uh, which is could be very 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 wrong. So apparently, like he made exclusive deals. So he did, he played Peter Pan live action. And he also did the voice on the animated Peter Pan, the guy who played it. And then eventually, it was like a contract to only star in Disney films and stuff like that. Then he got blacklisted or something from Disney. Uh, and the kind of what I like to call blue balled uh, from Hollywood and stuff like that. And then ended up becoming a drug addict. And then he was found like dead and homeless. Wasn't very cool. And of course, they like made it to the, like, the original actor like that. I'm like, Jesus, that's, that's kind of... It's kind of rough. Uh, yeah, that's kind of rough. That's kind of rough there, bud. Um, and uh, yeah, that, that was that was pretty rough. Uh, but like I said, they had a lot of cool cameos and little like a lot of parodies. Probably my favorite one in the entire movie was uh, Batman v E.T., which is like a joke on Batman v Superman. But it's like Batman versus E.T. Just like the dumbest fucking concept I've ever seen in my entire life. And I'm like, I kind of want to see that movie, Zack Snyder. What would, is it? Would it follow Batman v Superman? I, I want to make it. It would have to follow some sort of like the original E.T. And uh, then like that would lead to Batman v E.T. or something like that. If we think he's even part of threat. We have to make sure for whatever, you know, like they did anything. Uh, but they, they, but luckily Disney owns, and so luckily Disney owns a ton of properties. So uh, using a lot of these cameos was not a difficult thing uh, at all. Um, but one that was always really confusing because they had some like, I very much know Disney does not have the rights to these characters. Uh, one of them that I know was Ugly uh, or Sonic, but they used like the Ugly Sonic, the one before uh, they, you know, they redid him because everyone got really uncomfortable with how it looked. Uh, which, yeah, look, the new one like is perfect. Like they should have just done it like that to begin with. Um, anyways, though, but it's Ugly Sonic, not the real Sonic. It's Ugly Sonic, and so they got away with it. Uh, apparently, this is the story I was heard. They got away with it because they're going with parody and calling it Ugly Sonic, not actual Sonic, Ugly Sonic. And they even mentioned that in the movie. No, I'm not Sonic. I'm Ugly Sonic. Uh, and so very much like they did it just because of the parodies. And so like, I guess they're like, people are interviewing the director, you know, be like, how did you get Ugly Sonic in there? It's like, well, it's a parody. And I really can't speak much more on that because if I slip up, uh, lawyers will go after me, and you know? so I'm like, yeah, that makes a lot of sense, so it's, like, really funny, like, he's like, I have to really watch the words I say, because of lawyers, most people are like, I got gotcha. you, <laughs> you get what you're trying to say, like, they figure, like, they really had lawyers go through that film, making sure they could get away with all these cameos of properties they don't own, um, but yeah, what I'll say, overall, very funny movie, if you at your, di load up your Disney Pluses, 
uh, after you finish the next episode of Obi-Wan Kenobi, you, what you can go ahead and do is uh, hit up Chippendale Rescue Rangers movie. It should be, adver- be advertised all over uh, D-plus right now, so don't be stingy. Go check it out. Okay, it's time for us to do a BuzzFeed quiz. I don't really want to call this scraping the bottom of the barrel. I really just want to be going over a BuzzFeed quiz right now. Uh, and so uh, this week uh, for the BuzzFeed quiz, I see... It's finally time to decide if these Disney men are hot or not. So, um, a.k.a., uh, I want to call this segment not like scraping the bottom of the barrel. I want to call this Smasher Pass Disney Edition. So, um, so Disney Hot Man, Disney Man Edition. So, uh, for those of you who don't know me, I'm 100, I, I 100% straight, and uh, I don't really uh, prove that very well, but... But I will tell you, I am straight. None of you believe me. No one, no one here believes me. But uh, regardless, though, um, I have uh, the iPad up here. We're recording here, and uh, let's you know, let's just jump into it. Let's see. Let's just go through. Let's see. Uh, Disney Smasher Pass. Uh, first one we got here is Prince Florian Hot. So Prince Florian would be from. Uh, for the listeners out there, uh, he's from, uh, not Sleeping Beauty, Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. Now, one of the very first animated movies of all time. Uh, and, uh, you know, for how old this movie is, they they give him a lot of feminine features. Let's, let's be real. Way too clean cut. Um, looks like he's probably wearing some sort of, like, lipstick, lip gloss type of thing. Uh, very nice eyelashes too. Um, very much what I would consider a femboy. Is that what a, the term femboy means? Because that's what I think a femboy is to me. Uh, so Prince Florian, hot or not, I'm gonna go. I'm not, no, not. Um, and it's saying here, uh, 93%. So 93% of people agree with me. Prince Florian is not hot. Okay. All right, Prince Charming, hot or not. Uh, you know, Prince Florian has the same kind of problem, I would say. That, uh, Prince Charming has the same kind of problems Florian does. Now, uh, it's like, lips are too... Like, uh, Disney, they really figured out how to draw women. They really, in their art style, they figured out how to draw women way before they learned how to draw men. Uh, 100%, we all we could probably all figure that out very quickly. They learned how to draw women before they knew how to draw men. He, he's just, just a little, you don't, you know, because if, you, if you're wanting to think a guy's hot, like, uh, because to me, it's like, if you're attracted to men, you want them to look like a, like a man, typically. I know everyone's a little different. I'm going with not. I don't think this Prince Charming not. Now, the Prince Charming from Shrek, he could get it. I'll, so, I'll say it right there. I think that Prince Charming can get it. Uh, so, yeah, I'm going to go with not. See if this one's controversial. Uh, 81% not. Okay. All right. Uh, is Prince Philip hot? Prince Philip from, I believe, Sleeping Beauty, for the those of you who don't know. So now we're finally getting to, like, the area of where, like, the princes and, like, these, these Disney men uh, don't look like femboys, which, which is nice. I, I'm glad, glad these guys don't look femboys. I mean, like, it's one thing where, like, these, are, these non-binary 
people from Disney. I'm like, well, they're very much men. And then they're like, I missed old movies where men weren't gay. I'm like, look at Prince Florian, okay? Um, you know, Prince Philip has, has something. I think, you know, I think, you know, I think he has, there's like, there is a man in him, I will say, with Prince Philip. I would say there is a man in him. I'm going to go with hot. I'm going to go, with, I'm going to pick hot. Hot, hot, hot. And do we have a poll? Okay, 65% say hot. So they all agree with me. I feel like everyone's going to agree with me because I'm perfect and nothing's ever wrong. All right, Prince Eric from uh, The Little Mermaid. Uh, obviously, the answer's hot, I, I just, but I need to explain why. Uh, very much like, how hot is this guy? Let, let's be real. How hot is this guy? A woman signed a contract with the of the Guy Fieri Squid Monster, uh, and uh, to take away her voice, that way she could have legs to try to win this guy over. And like this guy is so hot, he's like, I'll just kiss her when I want to. <laughs> like I don't even try. Like you could probably smash on the first buddy. You don't know, realize she signed her soul away for you. Uh, you could, you could smash day one. Like she would have, she, she would have consent for the most part. She would have consent. I'm not, I'm not like, I'm always for consent, but I'm just saying Ariel was consenting the first minute. So obviously Prince Eric is hot and this better be a hundred percent. I'm going to be surprised if this is not a hundred percent. It was 78%, 22% are just straight males doing this. Like on run like, no, no. No, no. My, come on, Prince Eric. Aladdin. Um, we all know Aladdin's hot. Like, let's not let's not lie to ourselves. The guys here uh, are hot. Uh, we we all uh, well know he's hot. Like, if there was the 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 woman version of their love interest in this, Jasmine, probably Jasmine, Jasmine and Ariel would be the two two ones. Mulan's up there too. Let's just be honest. Redheads and Asians; those are my favorites. Uh, Brie Larson; those are those are my favorites. Uh, those those are the type of women I'm into, and uh, that's that's just how it is, folks. I guess uh, don't be don't be stingy there. Um, anyways, though, so yeah, obviously with Aladdin, uh, we're picking hot uh, here. This one I'm going to be really seventy three percent. Okay. Some of the white people. Some white people. Well, I guess BuzzFeed is for white people. Let's just, let's just be honest here. Um, is Hercules hot? Hmm. That's a good question. This one, this one may get a little controversial because I'm not, I'm not, I'm not saying I'm into the dad bod. I'm sounding like I'm actually gay here. Um, I'm not necessarily into. I'm not really that into even, super ripped people. It's just. Even like friends, do you're like okay? Because like to to be in the shape like that, like the shape that he's in, uh, your whole life is just spent working out, and it's like you know, you know, people who work out all the time but are still like a little chunky, like you know, they like to have fun, and that those are the people I want to associate in my life. I want to. I don't think he's ugly, but in the rules of our Smasher Pass, I'm gonna go with not. Sorry, sorry, gang. Okay, okay. I've been with the majority here this whole time. 
is Lee Shanghot. Do cows poop? I was supposed. To, I was trying to say do bears poop in the woods. I had a math teacher who said that. Uh, he was super Republican in front of all of us, which is very weird. He's very weird. Uh, this is seventh grade algebra. Um, anyways, though, is uh, Lee Shanghot. Um, yeah, see, see, and now, you know, I criticized Hercules, like, in his, like, buffness, but I think with Shang, kind of works out. You ever notice, like, 95% of Asians are all good-looking? Like, doesn't matter which kind of Asian, 95% of them are good-looking. I'm talking men and the women. I'll even go with the non-binaries and everything in between. Like, they're all good-looking. It's like 5%. If you're an ugly Asian, you're on, you're rare, you're in that 5%. Like, ugly Asians are in the 5% in that 5 percentile. I, I won't make those rules. Those are just how it is. Um, but, yeah, hot. It's obviously hot. He's getting hot. 83%. That's, like, the highest one I've seen so far. We, like, BuzzFeed, we don't know what's up. Is Prince Naveen hot? Uh, no... See, with Prince Naveen, like, he's very old school, and it's like, I guess, like, Princess and the Frog, it's like, it is, it's clearly fairy tale, but obviously, there's like this New Orleans setting, so, um, there's a way my mind can associate with him, like, I live in that country, I, I kind of know the history of that place, uh, and so it's like, Naveen seems too real to me, uh, I don't think Naveen is bad looking, but I'm gonna go with a pass here, I'm sorry. Uh, to everyone, all the Naveen, Prince Naveen stands out there, but uh, it's just uh, it's gonna be a pass for me. Finally, I disagree with the 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 rest of the crowd. Okay, is Flynn hot? Okay, see, sometimes for me, like someone's personality can change their appearance. Like a really bitchy woman, like her appearance will just not matter to me anymore. Like, like you're such a bitch that like I don't even think you're attractive anymore. And that's why you see some really attractive women. You're like, why are you single? And then like they they're a bitch. And then you're like, oh, I see why you are uh, now single. So Flynn kind of has that energy. Why is everything refreshing? Okay, that's okay. Where are we? There we go. Just like refreshed here. Uh, it's Flynn hot. I'm just gonna I'm gonna go with not because we're doing Smasher Pass. They're just doing. Uh, is Maui hot? Do I think Maui is hot? No, I'm gonna say that right here, right now. I do not think he's hot. However, we're playing this as Smasher Pass. We are not playing this as is Maui hot. Uh, we're gonna go with Smash though. I'm just gonna. Be honest, I don't think we're definitely not hitting the majority here. Just, I'm just explaining that right now. We're definitely not hitting majority on this one. But is Maui hot? No. Smash or pass? Smash. Let's hit the hot. Yeah, only 12% of people put put hot there. Uh, and finally, Mariano. I, mean, I kind of like Mariano. So I'm going to give him a smash. Uh, I haven't thought too much. Um, yeah. So this is uh, the last one. Hot. Uh, not a lot of people like him. Okay. So, yeah, we played Smasher Pass with some Disney men. Uh, for the majority of it, I'll say we, we've matched perfectly with this. But also in a lot of parts, 
Uh, we don't. We we don't. Like I, I put hot on Maui. No one thinks Maui's hot. That's it's very weird for that. Um, and it's unfortunate uh, that we have to live in this society. So yeah, anything can be delivered to you these days: beds, bananas, bricks, and even boxes of beans. But what about alcohol? Yes. Even alcohol can be delivered to you thanks to today's sponsor, Drizzly. Drizzly gets all your favorite beer, seltzer, wine, whiskey, and much more delivered directly to your home. With their easy-to-use mobile app, we are getting one step closer to never leaving our homes. You know it's saying something when it is being praised as the Amazon for liquor. Drizzly is my go-to app for getting all the booze I need so I can do other things. So using our link in the description today, you can save $5 off your first purchase through Drizzly. Drizzly has proprietary ID verification technology that it provides to its retail partners that allow drivers to scan IDs for more than a barcode to make sure the purchaser is over 21 years old in the U.S. and of legal drinking age in Canada. Retailers on Drizzly may have a minimum order or delivery fee, so using our link in the description, get $5 off your first order with Drizzly. And remember, when you use our links, you directly support this show. It's now time for Ask Shweezy, uh, the part of the episode where uh, you, my fellow audience members and friends, friends, family around the world and in this country, uh, you ask me questions and then I, with my infinite wisdom and power and might, answer the question for you. Um, And so, you know, just DM me on Instagram if you want me to say anything answer your problems um first question we have uh for for today in regards to this my boyfriend won't initiate sex what do i do my boyfriend uh ha my boyfriend have had very little sex recently okay my boyfriend and i have been dating for four years our sex drive and sex life has always been good he is usually the one who initiates sex and that's how it's always worked for us however about a month ago we had a conversation about our sex life and he hasn't initiated sex ever since it was just right after we had finished having sex and we were both talking about it and reflecting we don't do this often so it was uncomfortable and strange at first but after a couple of minutes we were both talking about it openly to each other conversation consisted of us asking each other questions about what we like and what we don't like our feelings and thought etc the conversation concluded in us both agreeing that our sex life is good but it can be better well my boyfriend hasn't initiated sex since am i missing something here is he offended or did he become insecure about the that conversation uh we are both very sexual people my boyfriend is even more than i am i plan on talking to him about it again but i don't want to pressure him or overwhelm him. Okay, so... So, yeah, so, like, the details... There's a lot of details in whatever you were saying. Uh, I guess you had your conversation. And, yeah, you don't have to be fucking telling some idiot on the internet, that's me, uh, about the, those intimate details. And I also don't want to hear that shit. Um, but I guess something in there uh, probably shook him off his game. Um, he, here's, here's the thing. Um, have you tried initiating sex? It's okay, ladies, 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 all the women out there. You can initiate sex. It's okay. It's okay. No one's going to think you're a whore because you initiated sex with your boyfriend. Uh, your, your one partner. Like, no one's, 
No one's going to call you a whore or a slut. No one thinks you're a slut. You can initiate sex. I know we're always like trained. We've trained women like forever. Be like, don't be stingy. Be stingy and hold out on sex. But it's 2020. Ladies, you, you can initiate sex sometimes. And sometimes it makes a man, it makes a man feel good when you initiate. It makes him feel wanted. Every man wants to feel wanted. Now, some guys out there are like, uh, uh, that's why they like doing house chores, where they like making a, a ton of money, more money than women, uh, and, uh, and stuff like that. So, um, a good conversation for, okay, I know you, you, there's clearly a conversation that could be had here, but to be honest with you, uh, why not? Yeah, like I'm telling you right here, sounds like if you don't, if you're not going to initiate, you're like, it's always, it's always, always done it before. He's always initiated it. Okay, I think it's time for you to initiate the sex uh, for once in your relationship since you're upset that you're not having sex. Uh, I mean, obviously you need consent on both parties, but um, you can't just be, if you want to have sex, you can't just be fucking waiting around for your boyfriend to initiate with you. If you want to have sex, and, and I'm a big believer in sometimes on, and on both sides of the party that sometimes... You gotta have sex even if you don't want to. I, I, I'm a big believer. Sometimes you just gotta do it because you love someone. That's, that's how life is. Sometimes you just uh, put out, not because you want to, but because you love someone. Love, love is what keeps us together t- today, folks. Love is the reason for this reason for the season. Uh, what season are we in right now? Memorial Day. It's, it's Memorial Day, the day I'm recording this. So Memorial Day, today is Memorial Day. Ladies, initiate. That's that's the lesson for this episode of Cancel Shweezy. You y'all need to initiate. Um, if you're okay, and then I guess the second thing I would say is if you are initiating and it's all coming to be a no across the board on the initiating part, then it's time to have a hard conversation. Like you had a good conversation before, uh, but if it stopped something, there's either something in that conversation first of all, uh, and if that nothing there, then I would say initiate sex yourself and then once if it's not working when you initiate sex and he's like i really like when you initiate sex it really makes me feel good uh then you're gonna have to have a serious conversation and people are like sex doesn't matter in a relationship i'm like yes it does i'm telling you right now uh men 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 i'm telling you for men to be programmed correctly our balls have to be drained can I put my balls in your jaws, your jaws, balls in your jaws? Can I, can I, can I, can I? Uh, tangent story here. Um, I have a friend uh, who I will rename, name, be nameless at this present time. Uh, he is a teacher. He teaches the sixth grade. Uh, apparently, and, you know, these kids today... Their memes are fucking in in another galaxy here. Um, but apparently, I've, I've I try to I at least try to understand. I'll look at the memes. Some of them are funny. Sometimes I just I'm just like I'm tapping out here. Um, you know, apparently uh, they would sing uh, "Balls in Your Jaws," but like in in like the situation of like. When they needed to say, can I? They would be like, can I? Can I? Can I? Can I? And so, like, they just sing that. He, he didn't 
didn't get the nerfings because he's a fucking grown adult and not fucking not me. Uh, and then, uh, anyways, though, so I, I'm like meeting up with him for lunch one day, and, uh, and so I was like telling him uh, my friend, our mutual friend, Josh Casey. We all know who Josh Casey is, author of Tracking Desire: A Journey After Swallowtail Kites. Um, he, uh, I, I every morning I send him 7 a.m. on the dot. I send him to a link to Balls in Your Jaws, and it's, I'm sending this to you every day until you get up a day. Uh, I send it to him every day, and then he's like, and I was thinking, I'll tell him how the song goes, can I put my balls in your jaws, your jaws, balls in your jaws, can I, can I? And then, like, his eyes lit up, he's like, is that what that's from? I was like, my students sing the can I, can I, all the time, and I just don't get it. And I was like, yep. So, I, and so in my mind, I just wish he would have gone. Like you know, when y'all singing, can I, can I? I fucking know what that's from now. It's from Balls in Your Jaws. Yeah, I have a friend who told me that. Yeah, you think I don't have friends? I do. And that he, he listens to the same memes you guys do. Um, anyways, that's the end of that story. Um, why have the solo careers of One Direction members except Harry Styles tanked? Um, okay, uh, coming from the music standpoint, so... Zayn left One Direction early while One Direction was still around, and he released a solo album. His first solo album uh, was really good. Uh, a lot of people liked it. Pillow Talk? No, that's one of the songs on there. Uh, Mind of Mind, or something like that. I think that was the name of it. Um, I believe that uh, that one has been, uh, you know, that one was really good. And then the album after that, it just wasn't. As good, he didn't keep up the momentum. It was this weird R&B style type of thing. Um, and then Harry, obviously, he's being really successful right now. I don't think people were that into uh, his first solo record, though. Like, the one with Signs of the Time on it. I don't think people were that into that record. But And then, like, uh, his current one, when he started wearing women's clothes, everyone started getting into him. Um, anyways, uh, and he's just been building up on that momentum like... Uh, as it was, was is really good. It sounds a lot like Dayglow. I will say that. Uh, that song very much sounds like a Dayglow song. Uh, I'm not going to lie. Um, but yeah, so he's kept it up. Um, was it, is it Louis? Who's, who's the fuck is the blonde one uh, in... Uh, I'm going to Google blonde One Direction member uh, here. Um, blonde One direction <laughs> is it louis nile nile's had a decent uh career as well so i'm not gonna i wouldn't say necessarily that all their careers have tanked uh the other two i guess that's louis and uh in the other one uh, uh i guess their careers uh i mean they haven't really uh, gone too, too hard into this, but I don't know. Um, but, uh, yeah, no, I'm saying that the careers haven't said tank. It's just that, uh, I think that, uh, Zane and Lu Nile still have like very, still have careers ahead of them. I feel like they, they're, they book a tour, they work on an album, they do that. Theater, theater, they're going to fill theaters. That's not a big deal. They're going to fill the theaters. That's not a big deal at all. Um, I think Zane's could probably still sell stadiums if he wanted to. Uh, he, he just needs to make sure he works on a good record. I think that's the next only thing he really has to do. It's just that Harry is just really blowing up right now. Uh, and Harry was always my favorite from the band, to be honest with you. Um, but I don't know. I, I think One Direction wasn't bad. I mean, I like NSYNC and 
Backstreet a little bit more. But that's my generation, though. Uh, so One Direction, I don't know. So that. So I would not necessarily say their solo careers have tanked. I would just say that Harry's is just blowing up right now compared to the, the other two. What do you guys uh, say to Jehovah Witnesses who come to your door? I normally just say I'm happy with what I am doing, examples of religion or spiritual or atheist, and I'm not really interested in their material. Okay. So, yeah, there there is a couple things that you can do. Uh, I've, I did do a deep dive uh, into, into this. One thing that I like to do... Uh, just don't answer the door. That's 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 what I actually do, uh, because um, it is 2022. Uh, everyone has a phone. Like the in everyone, phone plans they only they're really only they're just uh, talking text or free with your phone plan, like unlimited talk text, and then your data plan is the only thing they get to pay for. So there's that. Um, so everyone typically has that. Uh, and, uh, if my friends are going to come over to my home, uh, they will give me, I've always told all my friends, you're always welcome over. Just, just give me a heads up before you come. That's all I ask of them. Unless it's like a surprise party or something like that. Um, so, and I just think the idea of going door to door is just, it's just nonsense right now. Don't go to people's homes. Uh, I just think it's, it's just, it's just intense. Uh, so I, I do not answer the door. I just don't answer the door unless I'm expecting like a delivery, you know, obviously, or I'm, you know, or I'm expecting someone to come over. That's the only time I answer the door. That's just me. Uh, people and boomers are like, well, millennials don't answer the door anymore. That's apparently I'm like, yeah, how many people fucking died in the seventies because of you, Ted Bundy, it's your generation, buddy. Um, so here's some other other hints you can use if you if you don't want to follow that advice. And uh, first thing you can one thing you can do uh, was that we're talking specifically with Jehovah's Witnesses. Uh, let them know that you're. I heard the term is apostate, but I've heard other people say disfellowship. So I know uh, I did a deep dive into uh, apostate disfellowed, disfellowed uh, Jehovah's Witnesses, and uh, basically. Uh, in regards to the Jehovah's Witness culture, uh, if you were disfellowshipped from uh, the Jehovah's Witness Church, uh, you're supposed to basically be shunned and everything. And so uh, when you tell them you're an apostate or you're disfellowshipped, what the Jehovah's Witnesses know to do, uh, they have to shun you and ignore you, and they can't they can't do that. The, I guess they're, they're talking to you is that you come back and follow their guidelines for you because you get disfellowship from uh, that for, you know, being alone with a girl, you know, uh, doing, doing, having sex, you know, having, having tons and tons of premarital sex and stuff like that. Uh, that's just one thing uh, you can do. Uh, a third one I do, if you follow up attorney Ryan on TikTok, I'm not going to play his TikTok. I think there might be copyright music on it. Uh, he, so he uh, stitched a TikTok, and basically the, there was a sign on the door that said, uh, door knockers, please note, this household charges $50 per minute to listen to any sales pitch, religious messages, or fundraising stories. Payment required in advance. By knocking or ringing our doorbell, you agree to terms stated above. Uh, and then, like, attorney Ryan uh, stitched it on his TikTok. He's like, this is 100% legal. Now, and like because with that sign being there... Uh, once they read it, you know, obviously it's there for them to read. And once they knocked on it, they are uh, agreeing to a legal contract. Now, if someone tries to be 
tries to be funny with you, uh, what you have to do is make sure you have a ring cam, make sure that uh, everything's being recorded so you can collect your money because um, they should know uh, and stuff like that. Uh, anyways, though, so those are some things. Uh, but uh, mainly, the, the, the $50 per minute sign is pretty aggressive. But uh, anyways, though, uh, if, you, if they keep coming to your door, just let them know you're an apostate and they will 100% leave you alone. Uh, that is for sure. But if not, just don't answer your door because... Uh, people shouldn't be coming to your home. You shouldn't be going to someone's home you don't know. That's just a fact that, you know, that's just, that's just, I don't know, that's how I live my life. I think that's how other people should live their lives, too. Number four, uh, those who save sex until marriage, what if you're not sexually compatible? Do you just have to accept that you will have bad sex for the rest of your life? See, this is a, that's a good question. Uh, since, uh, for those of you new to the show, and uh, for those of you not new to the show, I'm going to annoy you with this again. I grew up uh, in super Christian evangelical, and so obviously sex before marriage was so bad. And so uh, you'd hear all these people always having problems, like they they get married and they're not sexually compatible, and they're like, God will like the thing is like God will make you sexually compatible. I'm like, that's not guaranteed because like girls who grew up in church, girls they're like told to not masturbate, and girls are better at not masturbating than guys. And so girls will not know what they like and dislike, and so they have to, like, figure that out. Like, you hear about Christian women, it's like, yeah, I learned I had to get, like, the Super Sucker Vibrator 9000 to the only, and then that was sex is the only way I'm able to get off and stuff like that. And so that, and then, you know, you meet people, and that's why a lot of, that's why 50% of marriages end in divorce, because people don't have sex for marriage, and then they realize all oh, the sex bad, and then when you can't get the cum out of your body, uh, men become angry, and that's that's how you end up with uh, dictate. That's what that's what happened. That's what's going on with Vladimir Putin right now. He's got cum filling up his body. Now, is, should someone make him come? Maybe, uh, maybe he should just figure out how to do that himself. But anyways, and that's why people cheat on each other, and it's just not it's just not good. So yeah, um, yeah. So basically, yeah. What happens if you wait till sex get married, and then you? figure out, like, you're not sexually compatible and there's nothing you can really do to try and figure that out. Like, you try everything, you can't figure that out. Basically, um, you have, yeah, you, one, one option is, yeah, you do have bad sex for the rest of your life. Um, another thing is you probably end up getting divorced because, like, people really, uh, and then Christians will be like, sex isn't everything in our relationship. I'm like, it's a good chunk. Um, I think that, that helps relationships a lot better. Um, that's why a lot of people don't like ro- having roommates and shit like that because, um, they can't fuck those people. Uh, you, you know what I'm trying to say there. Um, and then stuff like that. And then, you know, they end up cheating on each other. And then sometimes they're like, well, if we have a kid, it'll fix everything. And stuff like that. Or they just don't have sex at all. I hear like people, they're like, yeah, uh, we have sex maybe once every six months. I'm like, what? How does that work? And, and shit like that. Uh, it's just crazy. So, yeah, to be honest, like they either they either one get divorced, they just have either have bad sex or no sex at all, or they cheat on each other. And then they, you, people are like, "My spouse wants to have an open marriage." Like, it's it's a whole can of worms. There's there's so much. And I've seen it firsthand uh, growing up in church. And you're like, you know what? Maybe sex before marriage isn't the worst thing. I think God's gonna be okay. God will be okay. If, he, if God can kill uh, the entire world with a flood, pretty sure he's going to be okay with you 
uh, touching a vagina and or getting your penis touched. Let's just be real. Let's just be real here. Is being called a MILF flattering or offensive? Um, so, um, obviously, I'm a man answering this question. Um, so, I've always, so every woman's different. So, some women will like it, some would not. Um, and so, MILF stands for mother I'd like to fuck. And so, mother is a big keyword in in the sentence. Now, I am a big believer that I believe MILF is a hot older woman, like, um, I don't know where the cutoff is, maybe, um, you know, I would say above 30, but I'm like, I don't feel like MILFs are 30, I would say maybe, I would say MILFs maybe 40, above 40, I think 40 is the age you become a MILF, and to be a MILF, like, I don't, I'm not a believer that you become a MILF, that you become a MILF the moment you have a child, I believe you are inherently a MILF uh, when you're when you're good looking and you're older. That's that's my rule uh, for us. So I don't believe you have to be a mom to be a MILF, and uh, that's just a fact. Um, and then you're wondering, well, you know, j- MILF is make means they're a mother, uh, like a hot mother, and and then you're like, what well, you're referring to is a cougar. The difference is a MILF is a MILF, regardless of who she is. She is just a hot, just a hot older woman, regardless. A cougar is an older woman who is hunting for young prey. That is what a cougar is. There is a difference. There is a big science behind the entire, behind the entire ecosystem. I could teach a whole class on hot older women because milfs are the best thing on in the world. Cougars are cool too, but cougars, cougars are trying. And that's, that's the thing. Cougars, cougars are out there on the hunt. Um, anyways, though, is being a MILF flattering always depends on context. Uh, I will, I will call a MILF a MILF when I see her. Uh, sometimes if they actually do have kids, you can call them hot moms. Just call them the hot moms. Just like a bunch of hot moms over here. Um, and, and to be honest, though, it's one of those things, though, if you're like, you know, I get catcalling, you know, you can be like, damn, girl, you fine, you know? I mean, like, stuff like that is, like, I get, I get, like, when you're being creepy and stuff like that, yeah, stop, stop that shit when you're catcalling. But if you're just complimenting people, like, ladies are getting offended by that and shit like that, you know, it's just guys saying shit, like, calm, calm down. We need to calm down there. Uh, but they're like, hey, girl, I want to tie you up and Oh, fuck you. And he's like, Jesus, don't say that shit. Um, and so MILF is a compliment. And so uh, for, for the women out there, uh, don't be offended when you're called a MILF. Unless you're like 25, <laughs> then be a little offended because someone's calling you older. Um, but, you know, take MILF as a compliment. MILFs, MILFs are the greatest, the best, the best category on Pornhub. Let's just be honest. MILF is the best category on Pornhub. Uh, and we should all live with that live with that knowledge for sure um six why do people choose not to not donate their organs after death okay i've i've heard this spiel before so uh this, we're getting in some conspiracy alex jones bullshit here i'm just a messenger here fellas boys girls um so like the idea of like if they see you're an organ donor uh, like these hospitals and doctors will like 
will like give up on trying to save you or whatever because they're like, oh, they got these organs. We could take these organs out for donation and stuff like that. And so they'll let you die and stuff like that. Uh, that's the weird conspiracy shit I heard. So people are like, don't be an organ donor because hospitals will be more likely to kill you uh, and let you die. And I'm like, okay. I, stop, stop reading fucking QAnon bullshit. Um, some other, the other things, these, and then there's other misconceptions before that. Um, that they, they did have like, oh, they can't have an open casket funeral. They, they can't, um, the body will look funny and stuff like that. There's the ton of that arguments in which, um, which my dad, my dad just died. Uh, fun, fun, fun stuff. And, uh, he, so, and he was an organ donor. He wanted to donate his organs. However, he died of a disease called prions, uh, which basically if he donated any of his organs, uh, he would, uh, they, the other person would get prions. That's how, it, that's how it would be spread. And so, uh, he, so basically, but they said that he, he could donate like a sample of his brain or whatever. And like, and like, so yeah, they take the brain sample out, they stuff it back in and then they, uh, they like just put stuffing in it or whatever. And then you can still have an open casket funeral. And most part, that's what they do. They cut the organs out, they stuff it so nothing looks weird, and then uh, they, and then they uh, send it to you, and the body looks fine. You don't even notice anything, and uh, you you could notice some cuts for some of the organ donations. Uh, however, um, the body's usually not naked at a funeral, just to be honest. So it's not something you should really worry about. So the, I think most, my, there's, there's all those misconceptions about being an organ donor, which um, typically if you're going to be an organ donor, like if you read like one pamphlet, uh, typically answers any of your questions. And they always try to make sure that the body looks fine for an open casket funeral if like if it's in a situation like that. Uh, and then there's the QAnon bullshit where people were like, well, doctors are going to try and kill you. That way can, they can harvest your organs and stuff like that. I'm like... All right, so that's where people are fucking out of their fucking mind. Uh, don't listen to those people. How to stop my Instagram slash YouTube feed from showing me spoiler posts related to my favorite shows. It seems that Instagram and YouTube is tracking my activities on other sites and recommending me stuff search related to my searches. And one of these is things is posts related to shows I watch. My Instagram slash YouTube feed is only full of spoilers. Is there any way to stop this? Um... I'm someone who really hates spoilers. Now, I really wanted to see the new uh, Fantastic Beast, uh, uh, Secrets of Dumbledore, uh, but then my dad died. And so um, I had to wait a couple, you know, a while before I was actually able to see it. And I was surprisingly able to avoid all spoilers for it. Um, One of the best things I always tell people to do, if you don't like spoilers, go as soon as possible. Like, I like to go to movies opening nights. Movie theaters are aware that people want to go to movies opening nights. Like they used to do like midnight premieres. And now they're like, the movie comes out Friday. Uh, yeah, you can go to a showing at 3 PM on Thursday. That's no big deal. And it's just like, it kind of defeats the whole purpose of like the midnight premieres and stuff like that of movies. But also you get to see a day movie a day earlier than most people do. So I mean, that's cool too. But so yeah. And so, um, it's not hard. Like it's not hard to see it like by opening day, stuff like that. Movies aren't that, that even like, smaller theaters are pretty good about that too like a lot of times they'll like they have more than like two theaters like those are like really small but they have more than two theaters like they'll probably have two like two or three theaters that are open to show the movie and like i haven't been to a i've 
never been to a sold out movie like ever in my life. So it's like not something I'm like completely worried about. So just try to go as soon as you possibly can. Um, other things you can do, uh, a lot of, and I'm going to say like you, you may see one or two things that would spoil for you. Uh, uh, now there's not a big secret, but with the new Dr. Strange, I got spoiled that Black Bolt was in the movie. Um, and I was like, oh, Black Bolt's in the movie. I'm like, cool. I'm like, I'm fine with that spoiler. Um, but, but yeah, that was the only spoiler I got. So like, you're going to come across something, uh, it's probably not going to break the movie for you. A lot of movies are, people are really good on YouTube and stuff like that about not spoiling the movie for you. But yeah, you just got to make sure you don't click. Um, uh, you just got to be really diligent of like, nope, don't spoil it. Once you see something even similar, you just ignore it completely. That's how you avoid spoilers. Um, but really, to be honest, just just see the movie immediately. That's It's not that hard. It's not that hard to, unless you have a very busy life, it's not that hard. Uh, maybe you may have to go like in an inconvenient time. That's how life is. I think I saw uh, the Fort, not Force Awakens, I saw The Last Jedi like at like 9, 10 a.m., <laughs> Or something like that. It was really weird, but I saw it because I wanted to see it as soon as I could. And you can too. And with that being said, thank you for checking out this episode of Cancel Sweezy. You made it. We finished the show. Uh, better known as the Lord's Trademark Favorite Podcast. Thank you for listening to the show today. Uh, make sure you uh, follow us on social media everywhere at the Sweezy, TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Uh, make sure you go follow all my music under Sweezy. Wherever you are listening to music, make sure you go on Twitch, twitch.tv slash the Sweezy uh, every Thursday. Uh, connect your Amazon Prime account. That way you can uh, financially support the show without spending any extra money on your Amazon Prime account that you're already paying for. Uh, there's our Patreon page uh, where you can financially support us. And don't forget all the free shit you can do, like subscribing to the show, leaving a comment, liking the show, sharing all the highlights. Uh, leaving a review on the audio platforms and giving us a 5432 in one star rating. So let's end our episode like we always do. Honk if you love butt drugs and uh, stay awesome. Believe it or not, Schweg is in at home. Please leave a message at the beep. I must be out or I pick up the phone. Where could I be? Believe it or not, I'm not home. Hey, you just finished a full episode of Cancel Sweezy. Thank you so much. Wherever you are listening or watching this show, make sure you smash that subscribe button that we can get notified anytime we release new episodes. And uh, like I said before, honk if you love butt drugs and uh, stay awesome.